Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Hello, ladies and germs. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Dilettante Ball. I'm Johnny. I'm Spencer. Here on Dilettante Ball, we go on a little site called Wikipedia. <laughs> Quick random article. We talk about it. Yeah, we do. Johnny. Yes. I have good news. Oh, boy. There's only one thing I love more than good news. Bad news. Yep. For people who love good news. Mm-hmm. Wait. This is a uh, five-star iTunes review, and it's from... From? Maggie Ann, 19914. Okay. For? For us. You don't say. I do say. I, I did. I went in and found a bunch of her other reviews, and I, I think this is her best one. <laughs> uh, and it's titled, This Podcast Has a Very Specific Vibe. I guess I can't argue with that. It's hard to argue with that. And she goes on to say, And that vibe is sitting in the back seat on a long road trip while two good friends in the front seat make each other laugh. And ignore you. <laughs> it's very comfortable and effortlessly fun. Excuse me. Effortlessly funny, which I love. Good Aww. stuff. That's very kind. It is very kind, Maggie at 914. But if you could pipe down, we're trying to have a conversation up here. <laughs> it kind of feels like, like yeah, if, if you're a freshman and you're making friends with like juniors or seniors and you're just like just happy to be there. Like, yeah. Like, oh, man, they're talking about Green Day. That's so cool. You know, you, you are... We've gone we've gone on a, quite a few drives together. That's true. And oh, nine times out of ten, our friend Patrick is also there, and he is the one in the back seat listening to us belt out Weird Al or Tenacious D or Beatles or that one time that we he had just never seen Rocky Horror Picture Show and we described the plot to him and, and just sang, sang the songs as like they came up acapella style. And I think by the end of There's a Light, he just like. <laughs> Put in his so headphones we like, and like fell asleep. Yeah, like two songs in, and then yeah, we were like, "Well, fuck it, we still got." You know, like Eddie's song hasn't even happened yet, and you know we're getting to that. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much for that review. That's very kind. yeah, that was very kind. Um, yeah, you want to just you want to just you want to talk about Monster Hunter World for the next twenty five minutes? No, I want to talk about Monster Rancher. <laughs> That show it, was on like ABC Family. Wow, was there a tie-in with the video game? There must have been, but all I remember is that there was a, a big eye, a big yellow eye. Yeah, and who, maybe he had a mouth. Was, yeah, he definitely had a mouth, and, and he, he had a big friend that was voiced by John Goodman. No shit. And I just remember it was the eye, Monsters Inc. The, <laughs> <laughs> okay. But the eye thing did have a mouth. Monster Ranchers Inc. Is that a thing? Yeah. Okay. Monster Rank. Yes. <laughs> We skate around. Yeah, skate around. Uh, I I feel like the the I Man was very quippy too. Oh yeah. And and one thing that I remember being weird about the show is there was like the I Man, and that was one certain type of monster. Sure. And then there was like a blue I Man that was considered a different type of monster, even though it was the same thing. But it wasn't like a super I Man or something like that. I I mean I'm only vaguely aware of the show, but yeah. yeah. Was was Digimon like that? What Were there mean? multiple like Agoromons or whatever? Mm-hmm. Ooh, I don't know. Uh, like like multiple Pidgeys. Yeah. Or God, I don't is know. Is Agoromon one of them? That sounds really close you to the main one. You honestly could come up with a, just slap a couple syllables in front of Mon, and yeah, you got one. Pokemon. Yeah. Like, did I tell you? I tried to watch the first episode again a few months ago, and it's um, 
completely like impossible. <laughs> and I have no idea how I did it when I was a kid because each child, there's like six child children mm-hmm. is the pearl of child, six children, each with their own Digimon. Sure. And they don't have cute, fun names. They all have impossibly, you know, like, like Agoromon, like, like Pronkamon. It was like, like things that don't have any, like, right. It's not devices. Yeah. You know, so, and then each of those Digimon can, um, Digivolve. They can Digivolve through several phases upwards, but they, they also secretly, we don't know this in the first episode, but have like pre Digivolutions or whatever. So they also, they undigivolve. That's what I mean. Yeah. So each, not only are there six impossible to remember Digimon just of the kids themselves, not counting any of the, you know, Others? endemic, yeah, Digimon of the world, but they each evolve multiple stages, and they all have impossible names. What is it called when they undigivolve? I, I don't know if they're. I, I don't know the word. Okay. I had a Digimon um, Tamagotchi. Digivolve. D digi d evolve. Um, you had a Tamag- I had a Tamagotchi. Well, not, a, 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 a Digimon. But I had the, one too. Yeah, it was very cool. It were, and you could battle them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a Tamagotchi. I had a fuckload of Tamagotchis actually. I've I, been. I had my share. I've been like trolling eBay a little bit, looking yeah. for like an old school one, but they're expensive. Fucking old school one. They have new school ones, dude. Look up Tamagotchi. They're crazy now, and I don't want that bullshit. I, I just I want. I just want. Look up Tamagotchi on Wikipedia. I did it on a whim the other day, and it was like. There was like twelve different versions, and I was like, "Oh!" And like each, and like in Wikipedia, it was like version one had this, version two had you know these improvements, you know. And it, it, I loved my Tamagotchis. Yeah. All right, you want to get an article? Yeah. What if the article is fucking Tamagotchi? Um, what if there was one week that went by that you didn't ask something like that? Do you realize that you do that every episode? Yeah, but what if though? <laughs> it's gonna happen one of these days. Well, yeah, if we just yeah, I'm gonna say it every time, and then one day I'll be like, "See, it I was crazy." Yeah, like baby, Babe Ruth calling your shot over there. Eight ball corner pocket. I'm Babe Ruth. <laughs> Dude, I watched a, um, a darts uh, like supercut of just like dudes being awesome at darts and like real tournaments uh-huh. where there's like a huge crowd watching them. Was it like uh, in Robin Hood when he throws a dart right basically, in the middle of a dart? Yeah, basically. Like you have to you have to score 501, and to do that perfectly, it takes nine dart throws. Or so, and each one is just like there's like. Perfectly hitting like triple twenty, triple twenty, triple twenty. Like, Do they keep the darts on the board? A few uh, of them on their when they sh- when all of theirs stay on the board for their three shots, and then they remove them for their opponent. Uh, growing up, we had a dart board. Was I don't know why cork one or is it, it was one? a it was a cork okay. one. Um, because you know what I'm talking about those plastic ones. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Those are impossible. I don't know why we had it, but it was in like the entranceway of our house. <laughs> but also in the entranceway of our house were a beer mirror. Um. About 500 little holes in the wall. <laughs> right around the dartboard. That's great. Yeah. Was your dartboard... Um, you have to be careful of those because sometimes they'll have lead paint on the darts, depending on the... Yeah, I sucked on those and got real sick. <laughs> okay. That explains your memory loss. Whose? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what's, our, what's our article here? Second Ranger Infantry Company, United States. Okay. The sec- Finally, some, some homegrown articles. The Second Ranger Infantry Company, Airborne, was a Ranger Light Infantry Company of the United States Army active during the Korean War. Okay. As a small special operations unit, it specialized in irregular warfare. Mm, that sounds bad. Yeah, that sounds very bad. Oh, it gets worse. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, worse, but not as bad as you would think. A segregated unit. <laughs> not great. <laughs> All of its personnel, including its officers, were African Americans. Okay. So, if you're gonna be segregated, I guess that's the the right one to be. 
well, <laughs> I'm, there's I'm just, no good choice. No, there. there's not. But it's yeah. like at least at least it's not the the white one. You well, know? guess what? Every other company was. Yeah. Let's do read between the lines. Like, I know. What, well, yeah. I know. I know. It's the Tuskegee Airmen, but in Korea. Yeah. 1950 to 1951 is when they were active. I mean, that tracks. I mean, we were still fucking Jim Crow and all that shit. I'm sure I've told you this before, but... Oh, um, fuck that, man. Yeah, no kidding. Hey, I'm going to defend the country that hates me. Um, My high school was a very old high school. Uh Like, from... You know, it started in, like, the 20s or 30s Yeah, mine too. Yeah. Um, One kind of cool thing about Mm -hmm. that, before I tell you the bad thing, is the, uh, the, the band, I was part of the band... Was founded by someone from John Philip Sousa's band. Wow, that's yeah, crazy. It's pretty cool. But the bad thing is that we were a segregated high school so when we first I. started, yeah, yeah. and then um, after integration, they changed the school colors. Okay. So, we, and as part of the band, I would play all the pep rallies for the um, like reunions, mm-hmm. and you would go, and it would be like class of like uh, you know nineteen twenty or nineteen forty seven, nineteen fifty and um, so like, so all of the the schools before we were like purple and white, and then after integration, the colors changed to green and gold. Wow! So and half uh, your stadium, like as time goes on, will eventually transition into current colors. Mm-hmm. But at this point in time, there will still be over the old colors. Yeah, but the cool thing is like, every year they would come back, and there'd be fewer, fewer and fewer of them. Yeah, that's and that cool. felt pretty good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like literally watching progress. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it's like. Mm-hmm. We're almost there. <laughs> Five, four. <laughs> 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 Just champagne pops. Like, oh, we're, we did it. We did it. Yeah. How great will that be when like the last fucking reunion, like, okay, like Dennis died. <laughs> All green and gold, baby. <laughs> That'll be pretty cool. Can't wait. Fuck Dennis. Yeah. We're all saying He's it. a menace. Activated and trained as a successor organization to the 2nd Ranger Battalion from World War II, the 2nd Ranger Company was formed and trained extensively in airborne warfare. Deployed to South Korea in December 1950, the company quickly adopted the motto of Buffalo Rangers and worked extensively as a scouting force for the U.S. 7th Infantry Division. In this role, the company undertook several major operations against the Chinese People's Volunteer Army, including Operation Tomahawk, which I think we maybe got that as an article once. (laughs) That sounds familiar. Uh, in early 1951. Uh, yeah, I I don't really care to read much more about this, especially with the irregular warfare. I don't... You don't really want to delve into that too much. Uh, that sounds bad, right? I mean, what could that... Well, we were using flamethrowers and shit up through Vietnam, I think. I'm pretty certain. What could that... Oh, speaking of flamethrowers... Which are illegal as fuck. Don't tell uh, Elon Musk. <laughs> right? Um... Uh, for for work, you know, uh, I am in charge of the physical building stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, we're in an old like warehouse, and everything is falling apart constantly. So the <laughs> roof is very leaky often. So today, some roofing dudes came out, and they had whatever roofing gunk that they put sure. on roofs, Tar but or whatever. they have like a blowtorch that you use to like for creme brulee. melt it or see. Yeah, and got to get a a crisp shell right on the top, but you want it to be still nice and, and moist on the inside. Yeah. So, you know, I was like, I let them up onto the roof. I was like, okay, do your, do your biz. Mm-hmm. And, uh, then I was just walking around the office and could just hear like, <laughs> it was crazy. Just like 
the thing was happening. And then all day people came up to me and they were like, are there people on the roof? <laughs> Do those guys have blowtorches? <laughs> Can I go hang out with them? <laughs> um, yeah, pretty pretty wild. Uh, I've always... I've always heard, I mean, in Florida, certainly, I can't speak to anywhere else necessarily, but, like, roofing is, like, one of the worst, like, because of the heat. Just, it just, like, sucks to do. I bet. You know? And you're standing on, like, black, a black surface, so it's just, like. The thing that's, like, designed Ooh. to reflect the heat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, I've done a, a bit of manual labor in my day, but nothing, nothing as strenuous as that. Yeah. So, it, it's probably awful, and I assume it's just as awful here except maybe worse because sometimes you just have to do it in the winter oh man yeah i, I mean, think you probably have to wear a harness or something right because i can imagine just hitting like a patch of ice and dude we were up there today and um the, that that one of those dudes was just like looking right over the edge like it, it it made it like made me dizzy to watch him get that close i <laughs> and i don't i don't like freak out about heights i yeah. go up on the roof and it's like whatever yeah but getting that close to the edge was like no sorry I was just the, I was walking down the hallway of my office building. We're on the 12th floor and this has never happened to me in the two plus years I've worked there. But for some reason I just like looked out and for some reason the snow on the ledge made me like, that's so close, but yeah, everything else is so far. Yeah. It like gave me vertigo and I like, I like had to like hold onto the wall. God. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you've done, you've done like Sears tower, right? Yeah. Which I don't love. I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of heights. The, they, in general, they don't bother me, but, but the Sears Tower is a little, it's a little much. It's a little much to like walk out onto that ledge and be like, "Yep, yeah, that this would hurt." <laughs> but the thing is, it wouldn't even. Oh, you know what would suck? Here's what would suck: you you step onto the ledge as a sky deck, which is just like a glass a glass bottom boat. Yeah, essentially the at the top of the building. So the way it would break is the glass bottom would break and you'd fall through it. So yeah, you would lacerate your entire body. Like oh god, you'd you'd look like you'd bleed uh, all the way down. Yeah, yeah, you'd look like a Hellraiser. Like just <laughs> you'd have like no. You don't think it would? You you think you would die so quickly that you wouldn't feel the pain? Absolutely, that's what I believe. I mean, I told you that story about that podcast where those people were skydiving and they survived. That's true, but they landed on like ground. They didn't land on cement. Sure, fair enough. So, like, you know what they should do is just... Put a trampoline. The sidewalk all around the sky deck, make it a trampoline. I was going to say something stupid, like, just as stupid, like, like 30 feet around, like, basically a moat of just, like, oh, nice grass. Oh, yeah. You know? Where it's like, you probably still will die, but it's better than nothing. Then there's the, um, the Hancock uh-huh. building, which... They don't have a, a thing where you walk out onto it, but you basically are you have you heard of this? You like there's a window and you like lean against the window and there are bars that you hold onto and then the the window like lowers yeah. to, and you lower to like like 30 well, degrees. I, I don't know how many degrees it is, but it's specifically the the degrees are specifically designed to freak you the fuck out. It's like this <laughs> it's is like how many 32 33. This is how many degrees you have to feel an incline of to feel like you're falling and it just like lowers you and you're like, okay, what a, um, stupid and useless thing. Yeah. Uh, why, why? And what if like one time, what would, okay. What were the odds need? To, how high would the odds need to be? It's, this is built into the system. Okay. This is not an accident. This happens. One, <laughs> one in 1 million, People that do that will the the floor will drop out and they will plummet to their death. Yeah. How high do those odds need to be for you to still 
be willing to do it. What do I get? Do I get money? You don't get anything. Then no, I just wouldn't do Why it. Why would you do it in the first fucking place? If I got some money, I would do it. <laughs> but <laughs> but they've built this this thing for people to come and do. You know yeah. what I mean? And you, don't get me wrong. Neither, I mean, you and I, we're not doing it. We'll never do it. And, and the I, odds of it falling are zero. I might do it. So there are people who do it for the thrill of it. I mean, so, it's kind of like a roller coaster. Exactly. So if you increase the thrill. Oh, I see. You know what I mean? Well, then the only people who would do it would be like, like, uh, like thrill fetishists. I think like the only way I can get off is if I think I'm going to die. What if they charge for it? You have to pay 20 bucks for it. <laughs> I don't do know. The how thing? That, I don't know how that changes it, but you know what I mean? Like, Oh, I assumed you would pay. Okay. Do what you if pay you, right now as it is? Yeah, for but, sure. Okay, okay. What if you pay? Or what if they pay you? Okay. Let's say they pay everyone $5. That does it. No, but, but one in a million, you die. No, <laughs> they pay you 20 bucks, but one in 500,000 dies. No, <laughs> They pay you uh, $100,000, but you will die. Yes. Yes, okay. Well, I think one in a million. One in a million is so, it sounds so good, but then but you're it's like, not. no, it's There nothing. are like, what, seven, eight million people that in just the city? Live in the city, yeah. I think it's like more than that, but yeah, it doesn't matter. That's a lot. <sighs> That's, but it's not. So yeah, it's just every day, like eight people that live here die. That's <laughs> what it boils down to. <laughs> You think a million people do that a day? Oh, I'm just, you know. So how many people you think do it a day? And then you have to figure out how often. So if it's like, if it's like. How many tourists do we get that go to that specific thing? Like a thousand people a day do it. How many weeks do we have to go before someone dies? What's a million times divided by a thousand? Was it like 10,000? Fuck if I know. (laughs) What do you do? You move the. It's 1,000. It's 1,000. You move the the zero over twice, right? Yeah. So three times. So if a thousand people do it a day. It would take a thousand days for someone to die. That's three years. That's pretty good, right? But that person, like, but that that could happen. You know, that could happen at any time. Yeah, the first person to go, and then the second person could go too. Oh, but know, then just for like six just, years, no one would exactly, go. Exactly, exactly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the best time to go is immediately after someone someone falls. Right, right. Because well, I mean, it's not real. Well, it depends. I mean, is it a true like random number generator? Yes. Okay. So it's not just like there's a bucket of of white ping pong balls and there's one black ping pong ball. You know what I mean? Where like the odds literally are worse the longer you wait. Oh fuck! See what I'm saying? Because like in the that's ra- more fun. Because in the random number generator thing, it makes no difference when you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but what it like you? So you go up. Uh huh. There's a. There's a. There's a bucket. Yes. With ping pong balls. Absolutely. There are a million ping pong balls yeah. in the bucket. Or it's like it's like the lotto. Yeah, yeah. Do they do that on TV still? I can remember my they grandparents watching like and the Florida Lottery logo. Yeah. Really makes me want to play the lotto. Oh, like the flamingo with it's the just sunglasses. Just the flamingo, yeah. Here, let me sweeten the deal for you. Okay. So if you go up in a group, as a group, you just pick 10. And then you see what you get. And so if one of the groups is going to get what? As a group you pick one. Oh and shit! Everyone oh, has you. to do that. Well, that is that sucks. That's yeah, that's no good. But I was thinking like a double edge to it, where it's like, okay, let's say there's a group of ten of us, right? And all ten of us, we just randomly get a ball assigned to us, and of the group, we get one the one black ball. So now we do a second lottery, where oh. yeah, where now your chances of dying are one in ten. <laughs> Fuck yeah, 
then we start getting into some, like some game show like yeah you know you, let's well, make a deal kind of shit you remember we might have talked about this on the podcast a long time ago um we should make fucking t-shirts that say i think we talked about this <laughs> um if you would buy that, tweet us at Dilton Ball, uh, at D-I-L-E-T-T-A-N-T-E-B-A-L-L, hashtag, uh, I've heard it all before. Um, but there was that one game show where it was like- I was thinking of this too, where it's like- you, uh, if, if you both like turn down the money, no one gets it. If you both accept the money- so no, you both secretly pick, uh, like screw them over, or or like or we split work together. It. We we yeah, split or split. screw. Let's say yeah. So yeah, if you both secretly pick split, then you split it. If you both secretly pick screw, then no one gets it. And if one of you picks like take, I think it might be split screw and like take. It's literally two things. It is. Yeah. So if you if Johnny picks screw and I I pick split, well then I just get fucked over and you get all the money. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So there was this these people that did it mm-hmm. and one guy was, he just said like right from the start, I, I am going to fuck you. So you need to pick, uh, what do you say? Like you, you, so you need to pick uh split so that I get all the money. And then after the show, I'll, I'll cut sp- you a check for, the, for half the money, for half the money. <laughs> and the guy was like, no, fuck that. And then like this went on for like an agonizing amount of time in, in real time. I think it went on for an hour. But they edited it down, you know, for for but it was still like ten or twenty minutes on the show. And come to find out, the guy who said he was going to pick screw picked split, right. and he was like, "I had to lie to you." It was the only way to guarantee that we both like split the money. Right, right. And they interviewed the other guy later, uh, not the guy with the with the scheme, but the yeah. other guy. And they're like, "What would you have picked?" And he was like, "I was one hundred percent going to pick screw, like no oh. matter what." He was like, "I was going to." So the fact that he somehow got into my mind, it actually benefited both of us. You know, like I mean, that's the fucking way to do it. Yeah. I'll, I'll in the show notes, I'll p- post the. What's really interesting thing. is usually the the scheme that they try to do is the opposite, where it's mm-hmm. like, hey, like I'm I'm going to pick a split. You also have to pick split, please, and we'll split the money. Yeah, and then they end up screwing them because they lied. Yeah, so this guy also lied, but lied in a good way. So fucking crazy. Yeah, it's very. So it's good. it's really good. It's really yeah. good. Uh, that reminds me, a thing that is always very funny to me is. In the United States, scheme has a very negative connotation. Mm-hmm. But in England, which I think maybe is also where this show, game show, happened to take place, which uh-huh. doesn't matter, scheme does not at all have a negative connotation. Really? It, it basically means the same thing as, like, plan. What? That's crazy. So, like, you know, I was over in England and the BBC was on and they were like, oh, the, the governor's, not governor, whatever, <laughs> barristers knew... Uh, <laughs> Like a uh, healthcare scheme will be- benefit like you know six million Britons, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> the yeah, the barristers are weaseling their way into a new scheme. He was like, "Enough editorializing," <laughs> but like, and I've heard it used before, like since then, and it just does not seem to have a negative connotation there, which is so strange because it absolutely. I mean, on the show Shining Time Station, the bad man was named Schemer. <laughs> Schemer, I don't remember that. He who was he, the bad man? Was he a train? He ran. No, he was not a train. He ran like the the arcade or whatever inside the station or the jukebox, and he always had like a little um one of those little coin uh like a chain machine on your belt. Yeah, and he he would like put put like a coin in the machine, but it had like a string tied to it, and he would pull it out and stuff like that. And oh, then wait, did he run the place? I don't fucking so know. I haven't himself. watched this show in twenty years. I'm just telling you, he was he was he he had schemes. A lot of potholes. And his nephew's name was like Little Schemy. Little Schemy. <laughs> That's my new rap name for sure, right? <laughs> <laughs> Little Schemy. You should look up Schemer. I yeah, I guess I will. I mean, 
what if I just fall into a hole where I just like, get really into uh, Thomas. Thomas the Tank Engine? My brother had a birthday at Tank, Thomas the Tank Engine birthday party when he was like four. Why do kids love trains so much? You know, our the, uh, I still love trains. Uh, our neighbor, their kids, uh-huh. their kid, um, is really into garbage trucks. I was into garbage trucks as a kid too. What is that? I don't know. So like, whenever the the garbage man comes, they're saying that he just like Runs he's outside. like, oh, it's the garbage man. We gotta go. We gotta go see the garbage truck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is about it. I I could make a guess. You love that stinky, stinky trash. That's the thing is it smells so good. <laughs> it just reminds me of home. <laughs> like, first of all, like the dudes are just riding on the outside of it. That's, that's cool as that's hell. That's rad. And it smashes it shit. It smashes that's shit. pretty tight. What else do you want? Like, that's cool as hell. It's just a big old truck that smashes shit. And you ride on the outside. Fuck yeah. You're just like bros with this truck. <laughs> Smell you later. <laughs> They might be good. I'm not sure. I don't know what one of their songs, but I mean, I love the Misfits. So, yeah, you got that tattoo. <laughs> yeah, the whole back piece. It took fucking like 12 <laughs> hours, two sessions. That sounds about right, right? No, a, ba- you... a whole back piece. A 12, 12 hours, two sessions. A six-hour session is a long time. Yeah, because I'm a fucking champ. This this was three four-hour sessions. Holy shit, for real? Yeah. My piece looks like shit, though. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta keep that in mind. <laughs> Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.